Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're in Luke chapter 15 today, starting in verse 11. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but he is found. So the party began. There are a lot of shocking elements in the parable of the prodigal son, and we'll get into these And as we unpack this parable. First off, it's important for us to identify who's playing who in this parable. We have the sons, we have the father, and we have this estate. Now, we would recognize that the father is God, and the son is one who has left the fellowship with his father and has disregarded everything that his father has done for him, or anything that his father might have to say, and has gone to take this inheritance and spend it in what is identified in wild living and is partying. And he spends this incredible amount of money in this distant country. This is where we come into the shocking elements of this parable. First off, this son wants the estate. He basically wants his inheritance, and he doesn't care if his father is alive or dead, which is an incredible amount of disrespect for the father. The other shocking element is that even in this verbal slap to the face, the father gives this son his inheritance. And rather than staying in his community, he leaves, right? So there is a definite severing of relationships that is happening with this man and everything that he has known up to this point as he pursues what he wants and what he thinks is best. And instead of investing this money, even in this distant country, he blows it on partying every night, right? So there's this element that he keeps building and building on bad decisions and you can just about imagine the consequences that the, the audience is going to be interpreting as Jesus continues on, right? One bad decision leads to another, leads to another. And this guy is going to fall on his face, metaphorically speaking. And sure enough, that happens at about the same time his money ran out, right? Instead of saving it, instead of putting it into some kind of investment where he can draw from it when times got hard, he didn't, and times got hard. So now he is looking at the employment line, and he is only able to find his job feeding pigs. Now, that's gross, especially in the sense that he's going to eat the pig's food, right? And we would say, 
Ugh, like, no, don't do that. But consider the fact that this is a Jewish audience, right? And Jews don't eat pork. So the fact that this man is living with the pigs, taking care of this kind of livestock is a double insult, right? And he has the nerve to return home to his father. On top of all of this, he has the nerve to return home. And all the way home, he's been practicing this apology speech. His father, in the final shocking element of this half of the parable, has been looking for him. And not only looks for him, but runs out to him while he's still a long way off and welcomes him back. And not only does that, but throws a party and receives him back as a son and not a servant, right? And now there are a few things that we should notice in comparing the who's who to all of these shocking elements that goes on in this parable today, right? The first is the status quo on God's attitude towards the lost being restored. And we saw this in the last two parables in Luke 15 with the lost sheep and the woman looking for this lost coin. We see that God celebrates when the lost return to him. There is also this unconditional love of the Father. And I think this is important because we look at, uh, you know, the attitude of some as a hesitancy to return to God because of the terrible things that we've done. Uh, I, God would never, I, I, God can never forgive me because I would never forgive me. Well, guess what? <laughs> the good news of the gospel is that God does forgive you and he offers you that forgiveness and he invites you to return to him. The only way that happens is through Jesus, right? And we would recognize that as things that have been consistent with the Gospels up to this point and the rest of the message of the New Testament. Salvation and restoration with the Father only happens through Jesus. Although there is still this unconditional love and this acceptance of sinners returning to the Father through faith. The message of the parable here is that God welcomes everyone even and especially the people who have actively been running away from him. Now, we're only halfway through this parable, but there is still plenty for us to think about. So for us today, before we get into the rest of this parable, we should consider how God's unconditional love to returning sinners, how does this speak to your life today? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.